Hey everyone, happy Wednesday and welcome to the second episode of Serial Killers Cafe. I'm Stephanie as usual with my co-host Ariel. Hey guys. And we are here today to talk about David Berkowitz, also known as the son of Sam. He's currently serving life imprisonment for six life terms for a total of 365 years. So let's get started on how he got to this point in his life. Jeez. Yeah. 365. That's like a lot of years. That is a lot of years. Um, all right, so he was born on June 1st, 1953, and actually his original name was Richard David Falco, and apparently his mom was having this, like, affair with a married man, and so, like, her husband divorced her, and then, but, like, she got pregnant with a married man's son, and she gave him up, and so he was adopted by Pearl and Nathan Berkowitz, so they changed his name to David Berkowitz. Um, so they really just flip-flopped his... Yes, yeah, so they changed his last name and switched his middle and first names. Got it, got so, it. So, which is kind of cool, like, kind of yeah, keeps it, but, right. you know, still whatever. Yeah. Um, so, um, he was definitely known as a troublemaker, um, as most serial killers are, <laughs> at a young age. Um, he apparently loved starting fires and committing, like, other petty crimes. Which and is also part of the McDonald triad. Yes, it I'd is. I'd like to bring this up. Fire setting, cruelty to animals, bedwetting. I mean, it doesn't guarantee you're going to be a serial killer, but... It could happen. It <laughs> could definitely happen. Um, his adopted mother, Pearl, um, died of breast cancer when he was 14. Mm-hmm. And his new, like, stepmom was apparently awful. He hated her. I don't know if she was awful to him or he just hated her. That was right. kind of um, not clear. Hater, but like. he did not like her at all. They didn't get along. Mm-hmm. So when he was 17, he joined the Army. This was in 1971, just so you know where we're standing on years here. Um, and he was honorably discharged in 1974. So once he got out of the army, he tracked down his biological mother, who actually gave him the details about his birth. So this is super important. <clears throat> because this, he literally said, like, and I quote, shattered his life and sense of self when he found this out. So basically, this was like the tipping point for him where he was like, wow, everything has just turned upside down like this is not what i expected and then he like basically started committing all his crimes so and so that was in 1974 right and then his first kill was the next year right exactly so it, like really messed him up yeah yeah so he was um, probably like thinking i mean i'm adopted so you know i can uh, i mean i guess i could understand maybe like but if you think something is some like if you think someone is a certain way, way yeah. and then you realize well, they're yeah, not yeah imagine like thinking that okay you were given up for adoption for some like noble reason and someone's whatever. like nah i just hated you yeah like, right you're really upset. <laughs> yeah so, absolutely. i mean i get it i mean i can't say i'd become a circular but i get right, how right. that could definitely shatter his sense of self if he specifically like put his whole life around thinking yeah, she right. was a great person who just like couldn't afford to take care of her right or and especially like because his adopted mom died he hates his stepmom like, right like he's, he's not he's not having a good mommy, track record yeah. yeah yeah we got some mommy issues going on totally true uh so his first kill was actually uh 1975 on christmas eve so ho 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 <laughs> right <laughs> uh so the main difference between this and all of the kills after are um for this one, he killed uh, two women by stabbing them to death. Using a hunting knife. A hunting knife. Uh, so, actually, I take that back. He didn't kill both of them. He killed one of them, and then the other one was hospitalized. Um, but because this uh, was so different from all of his other crimes, they didn't even put this together. 
at any point. It wasn't until he was like, oh, BT dubs. Like, I totally He's like, in case you're wondering, you yeah. guys are super dumb because right. I obviously scabbed those ladies. And one of them actually was never identified. Yes. Which, which is crazy. I, I kept looking everywhere. I'm like, okay, this can't, what does this mean? It hasn't been identified. To this day, guys, to this day. He, this person has not been identified. So there was a Michelle Foreman who was yes. the first lady who was stabbed and then she was, and hospitalized, she was hospitalized and she did live. And then there was this other lady who died, but literally like no one could identify. Like it's just, wow, that's crazy. And it's super sad. Yeah. Like I would just really like, I'd to be, like if I no didn't matter where if I, I didn't was, talk to you daily, you'd be like, are you dead? Should I be calling 911? Right. Because that's how often we talk. Right. 20 minutes and we don't respond to each other's texts and we're getting a little hostile. Yeah, like. But it makes you think, like, not everybody is like that. Not everybody has, like, close friends, close family, where... And I guess it's also a little different because it was in the 70s and, you know, Well, we don't know what her lifestyle is like because she's unknown, so we don't know if she, like, had abandoned her family on purpose or... There's just so many things that could come into play. I can see your location because I made you share it with me. (laughs) Exactly. So, like, I'm like, I'm going to the grocery store. Here's my location in case a creepy person follows me. Like, and I'm in shock. This is where we live in. (laughs) Um, So, Um, anyway, yeah, so... All right, so that was Christmas Eve, 1975. Then he takes a small break. And by small, I mean, like, six months. Well, you know, it's tiring to kill people, apparently. Compared to the rest of his, like, killing time. Oh, yeah. That's a long break. I'm actually surprised he could wait six months. I am, too. Because of how, yeah, totally. Um, So July 1976, he shot and killed two women, uh, Donna Loria and Jody Valenti. Uh, these poor ladies, they were just sitting in the car, chatting, you know, having a little gab session. Literally what we do all the time. <laughs> right, constantly. And he just walked up, shot them both. That's it, walked away. Like, it's just... But, so the <clears throat> the good thing, though, is he's apparently not a really great shot. Yeah, I have learned this <laughs> reading his history yeah. when we researched him. He is terrible. Like, and which, he doesn't care that he's terrible, nope. which is kind of mind-blowing because, like, serial killers are usually like, wow, this is... Like, I need to be Yeah, like, I don't want to be caught. And he seems to be so frivolous that it's mind-blowing that, like... Well, what I find a little, like, kind of funny is that in the military, he was known for his marksmanship skill. Marksmanship? Is that a word? Marksman. Marksmanship yeah. skills. <laughs> He was a really good shot. Like, that's, like, yeah. what he was known as. And then, for some I feel reason, like he just, like, was killed. Like, he was pissed, and he was just killing people. Right. So he didn't really like, care. pow, pow. So, and, he, like, also, he probably wanted to get away as soon as possible. Yeah. And we say this, guys, because Donna did die instantly. Like, she got shot, and just, it killed her instantly. But Jody got shot, and he, like, left, and she didn't die, and was actually able to give a sketch to the police. Yeah. But that's why we're saying, like, it's not like he, like, prepped it to make sure... He didn't care if they died. He just right. wanted to shoot people and then walk away and, like, see how it panned out, basically. It, right. So that's super interesting because most serial killers are like, oh, I want to make sure you're dead. Right. I'm going to do this. And he was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know? I know. Sometimes I'm not a great shot. It's almost like, did he want to get caught? I don't know. It's very And strange. some serial killers do want to get caught. Yeah. So then after he shot those two women, uh, we cut a few months ahead, October of 1976, uh, he shot two more women. These women were just sitting on a porch. Again, nice little gab session. Just having a nice Shot little night. Uh, however, so he walked up to them, and I believe it was under the ruse of, like, asking for directions yeah, or something Yeah, he was in like military that. clothes, and he walked yeah. up and basically was like, hey, and then I need some directions. And then just shot them both. But, terrible shot, again, because, like, he wounds them pretty badly. Yeah, one of them was shot in the neck, Donna, Whoa. if I'm not mistaken. That sounds terrible. And survived. I know. So I feel like that's rough. Because, yeah. like, 
yeah, that's just crazy. Um, and then Joanna, who is the other girl, did get hit. And I, I'm kind of wondering how these girls were sitting because it says she was shot and she actually became a paraplegic. So I don't oh know if, like, God, he didn't even, maybe the bullet ricocheted. Like, just because you have to yeah. hit certain points to basically, but, like, he's crazy. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to shoot you. And, again, does not care they didn't die. No. Doesn't care all. that people probably know who he is, what right, he looks like. Right, Yeah, like, he's leaving all of these witnesses behind. And he's like, whatevs. Yeah, no one catches him for so don't many care years. at all. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, my God. Okay, so October. That was 1976. Then, again, takes a couple of months off. Then we go to January of 1977, um, and Barkowitz went out, and he shot Christine Frund, I want to say. I'm honestly not sure, guys. And her fiancé, John. So they were actually sitting in a car where apparently, like, he's just against people chatting about their daily lives. It seems to be... Like, his vendetta is like, you should not be discussing things Right, how dare you be normal and talk about your day? You must die. You terrible people. So, anyway, um, they were sitting in the car, and he wasn't even, again, awful shot, wasn't even aiming for them, literally just started shooting at the car. So, um, John actually, like, drove away for help, and he suffered, like, minor injuries. Mm. Um, but his fiance was hit twice, Christine, and she did die, but later, like, in the hospital, right. not in that moment. Um, so, this specific crime, though, is super important. Yeah, uh, because this is the crime that basically was the point when police finally put together that all of these shootings were related. Like yeah. it was two people, they were being shot, some were killed, some were not, but it also they all had the same caliber bullet. Yeah, 44. 44. Watch, he also is technically known as the 44 caliber killer. Right. But again, like things changed. So originally his nickname was the 44 caliber killer like when the press first started. And we right. will get to the point of where his name actually became, like, Son of Sam. So all these names obviously have, like, meaning, and usually the press gives them to you, but he actually gave the Son of Sam name to himself. Right. So that was terrible. So actually the police, though, thought they were looking for more than one person because mm -hmm. the sketches that they had gotten from other people, one was like, he has dark hair, and one was like, he has blonde hair, and, like, you know, oh. it just they weren't consistent enough for them to be like, obviously it's one person. Right. Um, so they there just have been, assumed, like, whole studies done about how witness eyewitness statements are like sorry but they're just like useless yeah but it's like we talked about this last episode where like we couldn't describe each other i know to save our lives i, and I'm like, I couldn't i firmly yeah. believe i could not describe any person in my life <laughs> except like maybe my dog <laughs> like how you teach your dog over your husband maybe i could do my dog but i could because my dog is very distinct but, like, Marking. I feel like sometimes I take daily pictures of my children because God forbid something ever happened to them. I'm like, this is what they looked like last. Right now. Because they change so fast. So much, and yeah. even people as I get older, it's like, oh, I don't know. Her hair was long once. Maybe it's short now. I don't right. remember what length it is. And yeah. that, those things just change so, like, uh, sometimes I want to be extra and get a haircut and then hate myself for two years about it. Right. So like, well, like you said, like, about, so they got their hair, they got his hair color wrong. Yeah. I changed my hair color, you know, once a month. Yeah. So it's like... He also could have worn a wig. Like, yeah, right. He could have just... tied his hair. Like, anything. Yeah. So, and also, a lot of these were took place at night. It was dark. Like, I yeah. don't know. Uh, so anyway, Errol and I, as we continue to discuss how we can't describe each other, I make jokes about how my iPhone can't ever read my face. Like, it's like, oh, wrong. And I'm like, I, I don't look that different. Like, I'm the same human. But if a computer can't do it, <laughs> how, how am I supposed yes, to? I, exactly. This is like, I'm not going to lie. This is a little bit of a fear of mine. That, like, someone that no one's going to be able to. <laughs> e like, either way, someone important in my life is going to go missing. I'm going to be like, um, they have hair uh, and a nose. Like, You know what? One time they were wearing jeans. 
I don't know. Just find that. Okay, so now we move on to March of 1977. Virginia was uh, shot and killed on her walk home. The neighbors actually rushed out and were able to describe like who they saw to the police, which again, mind blowing that so many people have seen this gentleman because he just does not care apparently. I mean, basically in every single one, there's so, a witness, right? Yeah, like someone survived. None of them have, yes, none of them have died. No, yes, <laughs> at least one of them have survived, survived, which yeah. is kind of crazy. So a press conference was held in March of 77, the same time that Virginia died. Um, that like basically to, uh, Strung, sorry, strung all of the shootings together. Right. Um, and that is where they finally were able to connect that all these crimes were related. They had an idea before, but this was when they actually right. announced it to the press. Uh, the crimes were actually discussed daily. And then in April of 77, Alexander and Valentina. Hmm, that's pretty. Also sitting in their car, shot twice. Uh, Valentina died at the scene and Alexander died in the hospital several hours later. Mm, my god. So that actually, I think, is one of the first ones where both people died. Yeah, like, I mean, Virginia was by herself, so that's different, but as a right, couple, as a couple, I right. think that's the first time. So at this scene, too, um, is the first time that Berkowitz, son of Sam, actually left a letter for the police. And so he left it at the crime scene, and this is the point where he actually calls himself the son of Sam. Yes, he dubs the name for himself. Right. So, like, he doesn't... I'm sure, like, most serial killers, he doesn't like the name the media gives them, because they never do. They always complain about it. Right. Um, so that's how he becomes the son of Sam. And, Steph, would you care to tell us where that came from? Because it's really sure. weird. Sure. So, Berkowitz had a neighbor named... Sam, mm -hmm. and Sam had a dog. Named Harvey. <laughs> named Harvey. Um, and we found out that he, Harvey the dog, was possessed and told Berkowitz that he should go kill all these people. Gotta kill. So he said, I, like, the son of Sam, as in the dog, like, the dog was the son of his neighbor, mm -hmm. told him to kill and murder and shoot all these people. Right. Um, crazy possessed dog. So... I have to say I haven't heard that one a lot in all of the murders we've researched and serial killers. Dogs being, like, the culprit of why you do things is crazy. Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, I guess he wasn't exactly normal, but, you know, that's... Uh, so then in June of 1977, so, I mean, he's, like, almost killing every month at this point. Yeah. Like, he is very... He's not taking very long breaks. So Sal and Judy were shot while they were sitting in their car. They both survived. Um, you know, they were hit, but both survived. But the weird part is they were literally discussing the son of Sam Case. Moments before they were shot. Like, this is crazy. That's like us sitting in the car right now talking about him and he walking up and shooting us. But, like, here's the thing, though. If the son of Sam was, like, an active thing right now, okay? We're in New York City and it's active. The last thing I will be caught doing is sitting in a car with you. <laughs> it's very or true. sitting on a porch. or Really? Walking. Just like, doing anything with another with person? Another person. <laughs> then yes. again, Virginia was by herself and walking home. But I feel right. like that was maybe a crime of opportunity. Yeah. Versus I feel like you're a probably correct. Because all the other ones, like, just stop sitting in cars. Why, why are you sitting in your car? Do you not have a house? I mean, we're also very paranoid people. And normal people aren't like, oh, there's obviously a serial killer. What was that? We found this really great meme one day that um, we shared with each other. And it was, imagine how many houses you drive by where there's... Oh. 
where there's like murder, like uh, what was it? Where there's bodies, bodies in the basement. Yeah. And I was like, Ariel and I would be the only people that would think that <laughs> this is realistic. I think that a lot of people do, though. I think they're like we're just super open about it. True. But come on, how many times do you meet someone and you're like, you probably have bodies in your basement. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty confident that Or just you the house itself, like, maybe not the person, but you're like, that would be a great place for right. someone to stash a <laughs> bunch of bodies. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I don't think we're the only ones who think like that. I just want to put that out there. I think we are very just open about it because yeah. it's just very common. Basically, everyone wants to be like us. They just oh, aren't. Got it. Okay? Understand. So, that's Understand. That. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah. they were talking about the Son of Sam case before they were shot. Thankfully, they both survived and... Um, I think that they, too, were also able to give description of him. Yes. So then we jump to July of 1977. Only a year? A year. Only a month later. Oh, I was going to say, it's not a year. What? Stacy, uh, Stacy mm-hmm. and Robert were in their car kissing, and they were both shot as Stop well. Stop being in your car. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm just not understanding what people are not understanding. Like, once a he, month, he's killing people whilst they're sitting in their car. <laughs> Stop sitting in your freaking car. Obviously, until he's caught, you should just take a little more precaution right, to the car like, sitting. Yeah. I just... And where are your... I guess my question is as well, where is your car parked? Are you, like, on a hill, like, chilling in, like, a secluded I'm area? Yeah, I'm picturing them, like, in those old movies. Yes, just, same, like, same. a bunch of cars, like, Grease style, just, like, lined and up. And you're, like, all the way at the top yeah, and looking right. over, over. And then someone and kills a beautiful you. view. But it's, like, and... some of them were probably just in a neighborhood. I know, and like, like, bam, bam, bye. Probably like this, like, <laughs> yeah. outside your house. You're just sitting in your car, right, chilling. Because, guys, just so you know, we're recording this inside Stephanie's car. <laughs> Because I have three wonderful but very loud children, and as much as I love them, we would not be able to record a podcast if we sat in my house. Because we tried once, and we paused every two minutes, and basically got six minutes of full recording yeah. time. That wasn't terrible. a kid coming out asking for more candy. <laughs> so, um, it was terrible. It's actually kind of like our funny inside joke now, though. We're like, we're going to go sit in the car. So yeah. ironic that we're talking about a serial killer <laughs> who literally kills people in cars as we right. continue to sit inside car. And then awkwardly look. We should probably be a little more skeptical as we tell everyone else. Anyway, right. so, so Stacy and Robert were kissing in the car, got shot. Uh, Robert lost one of his eyes. What jeez. Again, mean, I guess compared to your life, like that's kind of okay. True. And Stacy died from her injuries. But I guess like these people who he didn't have like a quote unquote good shot for also got hit in very awful places to yeah, still survive. Like, right. oh my eye, yeah. oh my neck. Like I'm paralyzed. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. very it's not like, oh, graze the arm. Thank mm-hmm. God I'm okay. It's like, well, I'm blind in an eye now. I can't mm-hmm. ever walk again. That's yeah. it's just maybe maybe <laughs> maybe he is a good shot. Maybe oh my god, like, can you imagine? <laughs> maybe he's, he's like, like You guys are so stupid. <laughs> and I but I do think that all serial killers think everyone else is stupid. Yeah. It's a very common thread. So this was actually his final crime. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, his arrest and convictions, etc.? So there was a detective named John Falotico. Uh, probably pronouncing that wrong. Sorry, mm. we're terrible with names. It's, I'm just, just, we're just going to say it The sooner it right you now, accept it, the right? easier just, your life will be. Just move on. If you really feel the need to correct us, that's, that's also cool. totally fine with us. Yeah. Uh, he was told he had two weeks to work on the crime. So the crime, basically, like, the FBI had a unit that was a Son of Sam task force that was going after him. And so they gave this detective the chance to prove his case because he had been 
working so hard. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Did someone just pass us? So I'm sitting in the car totally creeped out right now. And the son <laughs> of Sam's going to come and, like, shoot us. And then through the side view mirror, I just see someone, like, walking up towards the car. Wait, did someone really walk up? <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it was your neighbor. Okay. Well, now I have to never come sit in my I car know, again. Okay. Thank you, I'm so sorry, guys. That just, like, <laughs> totally scared the crap out of me. So in case you're wondering, we're so paranoid, even though we know he's in jail for 365 right, years. Right, but, like, that's not enough for us. come here. <laughs> the probability is actually insane. So... Back to the Son of Sam task force. They gave this detective, John, a chance to basically plead his case because he had done a lot of the work and mm-hmm. seen things and they didn't want to just take it from him, which I appreciated. I feel like that happens. Yeah. I was like, sorry, no longer your case. And you're like, cool, I did all the work. Right. <laughs> Why does the FBI get it? That's super uncool. So they did give him a chance. They said, you have two weeks to work the crime scene as a normal crime scene and murder investigation and if you can't get it done it will go over to the son of sam task that's a lot of pressure huh it is so in august of 1977 because that's where we still are so we're Mm -hmm. just going by months clearly on this ride the police had sat outside his apartment um berkowitz waiting for him to leave he finally gets in his car they run over and hold, like, numerous guns to his head, and he literally grins with a huge smile on his face. Creepy! And again, I think uh, deep down maybe he wanted to get caught. I feel like a lot of serial killers are like, are you smart enough to catch me? To because catch so him. many of them have such high IQs. Right. I feel like that could definitely be, like, one of and the things And also, it's going to be exhausting. Yeah, it's a lot of, like, when people are like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, it just sounds like a lot of work to kill someone. It really does. Like, I'm way too lazy for that shit. Same. But I just don't think I could put that much effort in. Yeah. I don't hate anyone in the world enough to put that much effort into and having like, to kill And, you know, them. we're both anxious messes, so we would just, like, just the whole time be freaking I'd be like, what out. are they coming? What are they coming? Right. How can they I have a comedy? I never live my life, so I... I mean, I'm sure he didn't care that much, but he was probably like, all right, you got me. Good one, guys. Like, I think, I honestly think a lot of it is just a game to them. Yeah. It's like a right. game of cat and mouse. Like, when are you going to finally catch me? Right. And I think that, especially someone like Berkowitz, who named himself Son of Sam, he right. really wanted to control the narrative right, that right, he right. had going for himself. So... Uh, apparently, again, I don't think he cared that he was caught because the second he was caught, he confessed to everything. <laughs> like, didn't even, try, even try. didn't even try to get a plea deal, nothing. Okay, he and was like, I did all the things. I also stabbed <laughs> the two ladies we talked about in the beginning. Yeah, and the police right, had no idea that right. that was him at all. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I read that he uh, like represented himself. <laughs> yeah, that's another common thread we see all the time. Oh my god, I mean, they're so cocky. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have the balls to just walk up, shoot someone, and not even care if they died to ID and then ID you, right. you are pretty cocky. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's fair. That's you know what I'm saying? Right. So he actually had three mental health examinations. Like, well, to see he said if he's a dog com- told him to kill. First of all, dogs are right. awesome. I would never do that. Let's start Also, there. some of his... Um, so his big, his first big letter to, to the press that he left with that couple yeah. was crazy because he basically called out all the things they were saying about him that weren't true. He was like, I am deeply hurt by you calling me a woman hater because I'm not, but I'm a monster. So he was very oh. he was very interested in clarifying, like, you have okay. these facts, right. but they're wrong. These are the facts. Like, mm. he wasn't trying to deny who he was as a person. <laughs> I don't hate women. I just want to kill them. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and he would talk about how he was a brat, and that's how he gave himself the name Son of Sam. And uh, he even wrote in the letter, Attention all police, shoot me first, shoot to kill, or else. <gasps> so, oh, I just got goosebumps. I that's know. Like kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, basically, I just don't think he cared. He no. knew what the end game was, and right. he had no I was, problem he took with the it. Right out of my head. He was and just I like, feel like I'm because he was so confident in his letter to them right. that he, I mean, not a lot of serial killers. Ted Bundy was like, I'm charming and I'm great. But he wasn't like, hey, you know what you're not good at? Knowing what I do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? It sounds really cool that you think he I'm a 44 caliber like, killer. Hide. What like he, he still doing. had a normal relationship yeah, and this guy was all like, these things, nope, and this guy was like, "Nah, I'm straight up extra." And yeah. again, most serial killers actually kill; they don't just hope they killed. I know, right? So yes. I feel like for him, it was who's going to get me first, mm-hmm. which always goes back to identifying someone, oh my God. because numerous people gave sketches, and yet it still took years to catch him. Right. So his letter was actually insane. You can easily go on the internet and just Google Son of Sam letter. It's just like a rambling And mess. yeah, oh he talks about God. how he loves to hunt and prowling the streets, looking for fair game and tasty meat. Like it's really uncomfortable. Yes, actually. Really, yeah. <laughs> so um, he wants, like he was like, I love people. But like, how do you, I don't know. I'm going to go on. He's a very contradictory. Like you don't. Yeah. But that's cool. So he basically ended his letter, actually, which is pretty crazy, that said, let me haunt you with these words, because oh, you haven't God. haunted us enough, but whatever. Yeah, right? I'll be back, I'll be back, to be interpreted as bang, 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 bang. Like, like he's a psycho. <laughs> this is why he needed three mental health Anyway, so back to that perfect routing, Ariel. I try. He was actually determined to, like, they determined he was competent to stand trial. After wow. three evaluations. And then, so in May of 78, so this all obviously was going on. He pled guilty to all of the shootings. They right sentenced off the him. Bat. Yep. Like, didn't care. Like, right. not a shred in his mind that maybe, no. Interesting. Here, thought. Yes, tell me. So, <laughs> so he's like, you better shoot to kill. Like, but you would think that he would have put up more of a fight if he really wanted to die. To die. Yes, I agree. You know? Because, because if you're saying now, shoot to kill, they could have killed him and he didn't try and fight. He just was like, ha ha. Right. Because he could have avoided going to trial, all this stuff, if he had just like, I'm going to go after you. But and then they, they talk shot. about too how they like that serial killer or serial killers like fame. A lot of I them know. get mad yeah, if it's do. the wrong serial killer or right. there's a copycat because yes. they're like, this is mine. Right. <laughs> like very protective of their murdery ways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, just saying. Okay. Okay, so, back to his sentencing. Yeah. So, after court, he pled guilty May of 1978. Sentencing happened two weeks after that. During the sentencing, because this is just such a great story, he attempted to jump out of the seventh floor courtroom, and after being restrained, he screamed, I'd kill them all again. So, again, wow. why is he confident to stand trial? I don't know. But I think it's because Wait, he was he so... he didn't succeed in jumping. No, 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 no. Okay. They caught him. Okay. They were sh- okay. So sometimes I'm like, I don't understand how he was confident to stand trial. But at the same time, I totally get it. Because he's so calculated in all his moves. Yeah. And he's so careless. Like, someone who's crazy would be probably actually more anxious in particular and OCD about sure. it. And he was just reckless. He right. did. He cared 0%. No. Oh, you live, you die, I hit you, people see who I am. I honestly don't care at all. Worth it. I'll yeah. do it again. No, that sounds pretty rad, actually. Right. You know, I'm going to test the waters. 
So he unsuccessfully jumped out of the seventh floor courtroom window, which is great. That's but again, crazy. this is another serial killer thing. And obviously, my mind always goes to Ted Bundy because he's I just he such a prominent like a serial killer. And it's just, there's so much about him. You can't not know well, about Ted Bundy. There's but so he much escaped from prison. Like, he jumped out of he a courtroom, too. He did. He too. jumped out a window. So, but I think it's like, not that anyone's copying anybody or trying to be Ted Bundy, but it does seem like a lot of the serial killers that we're reading about do very similar things to Ted Bundy. Like, he's like the king of the Even serial killers. Even if they killers. came before. Yes, or maybe exactly. he took their ideas. Ooh. I know. Okay. But um, I can't wait until... We will get to Ted Bundy, guys. We're saving him for something yeah. real special. So, yeah. that sounded creepy, but... <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, great. So... Gets, tries to jump out the window, doesn't succeed, thank goodness. Yeah. Sentenced to 25 years to life in prison for each murder to be served consecutively. Oh. And how many? Six. Six. So they said 365 years. Um, so this is what happened, actually. In, pr- in prison, he wrote a bunch of letters and books about his life and his crimes. And actually, this is a super interesting fact about this. Because of this law, or because of, I'm sorry, because of him writing all these books and letters, a law was actually passed that prevented convicted criminals and their families from making any financial profit, which yes, is insane which is- because so many, like, he could have made a lot of money oh off my of God, that. yeah. So this was very pivotal in the world of serial killers because right. a lot of them do make books. Um, so this was back, obviously, in 1978, but since then, 41 states and at the federal level now carry this law. I was just going to say that. I'm like, I'm like pretty sure that this is at the federal level. Um, because really, think about it. Hello, we're doing a podcast on serial killers. We, I would love to read a book. From an actual serial killer. From an actual serial killer. Uh-huh. That would be so rad. So, yeah. Oh, I super forgot to mention. He was actually eligible for parole. <laughs> because he pled Whoa. guilty. Whoa. Because he pled guilty. So because he pled guilty, it made him eligible. So Hold it on. does say that he served even, life that sentence. That doesn't even make any sense. I'm telling you what it says, okay? Guys, That's he pled guilty. So, like, he's, like, maybe not the worst person ever. We should probably give him a second shot. He only tried to kill We seem to do that a lot for people. serial killers as well, based on who we've researched. I think the only other thing is, and I don't think our math is skewed. I think there's just so many different facts of information because it says he's serving 365 years, years. but 25 am i just bad at math that could be it <laughs> <laughs> jk guys i'm actually really bad at math that's right we are too. basically um, the information we have is that there are six counts six six life sentences right yeah so it's 25 to life Yes, correct. So okay, they, I see what you're saying. Yep. You know what I mean? It's not exactly 25. So, that, regardless, 365 years, this guy is in jail. Yeah. And r- mind you, he is still alive yeah. right now. He, yeah. um, he has not, not aged died. well, <laughs> let me tell you. No, he's very creepy I mean, he looking. was, like, kind of weird looking. I mean, they're all kind of creepy looking. <laughs> yeah, well, he most. was, like, he had, like, a unibrow for days. Um, but yeah. he did not age well at all. But he, I really do find him fascinating because of how reckless he was. I think right. that was one of the biggest draws to me about him was that he was just so irresponsible with being a serial killer. Like, is that Worst how you... serial killer ever. Yeah. You're like, man, you really don't seem like you're putting a lot of effort into this serial killer thing. Right. So, but yeah, that's Son of Sam, guys. 
So I hope you enjoyed our podcast, episode two. Love talking about him. Please feel free to rate us one to five stars, whatever you deem necessary. And make sure you comment if you love or don't love something we do. We, yeah. we, we love feedback. We're, we're very uh, feedback friendly. So right. we definitely want to hear what you have to say. Even if it's not great. Yeah, we, we definitely like, want to know. We definitely had some one stars. And like, while it sucks that we got one stars... We don't we want know to learn from that. What, right. Like, please yeah. tell us why. What can we do differently? Like, And we uh, are always working to make sure, you know, we're doing small little changes as we do right. it. Because obviously we're new to this. So right. um, please be patient if you like us. I promise we'll just get better and better. Yes. That's um, it. And it's, then it's just. It's all up here from Hill. It's all. <laughs> uphill from here well, I feel that, like that sounded wrong that took a lot <laughs> out of me <laughs> um also don't forget to follow us on social media facebook serial killers cafe twitter uh killers cafe instagram serial killers cafe we post a lot of our information that i mean just general we post a new episode we will be adding more information about yeah. the killers we're doing mm -hmm. so we'll actually post the son of sam letter that we found on the internet Ooh, yeah, um, it's good you're gonna want to read our pages one, tomorrow and it is it's crazy because it's like manic yes that's a perfect word for it but yeah he's it, so like he's just so again i think he says everything so particularly that that's why he was compensated trial he knew exactly yeah. what he was saying and what he was and doing he, knew he was doing yeah absolutely. and he didn't care nope so care. the i mean lack of remorse obviously is a <laughs> clearly a common thread right. here in serial killers right. but just for him i feel most serial killers are way more calculated yeah. and they care they care more about not being maybe they don't i don't know i'm yeah. not a serial killer but it just seems he was super reckless which is kind of why i loved him yeah so definitely check out that letter um we will post it on all the social media accounts yeah we'll send that tomorrow um and again we hope you enjoyed our podcast and you join us again next week um have a wonderful wednesday yeah